I am Daniel Likis, and welcome to Music 101. Music 101 is all about the music that I like, music trivia, my top 5 music of the week, my top 10 music of the month, and a lot more. And today, I have my special guest, no other than Miss NJ. Hello, Daniel. How are you today on this lovely, rainy, crappy day? <laughs> rainy days. <laughs> Fabulous, Miss Andy. How about you? I'm just relaxing and ready to talk about my favorite Canadian band. How's the concert of Mr. Oh, the Elton John? Yes. It How's... was fabulous. If you, Absolutely. Rate, if you rate one to ten, where is it? Um, from my personal connection with his music, I would say it was a, it was about an eight because I was in the nosebleed section, but we got tickets. So why nosebleed? <laughs> we were way up in the top at the very top. We weren't at the very top. We were about 10 rows from the very top, but you're up there almost where you need like oxygen masks. It's up there, man. <laughs> you're kidding me. Okay. No. So, uh. What is the first song of Sir Elton John? What was his first song? Yeah. He that he played? Yeah. Oh, uh, I think he can't. Oh, gosh, I can't remember. Remember, I was having a few beverages as well. Um, <laughs> so, they tend to mess with my memory. I think his first one was um, Crocodile Rock, I believe. And how about the last song? His What last song was... Um, Levon. No, not Levon. Sorry, your song. It was a hundred and ten thousand people. Oh wow! And he did that both nights on this Friday and the Saturday. So Sir Elton John is still rocking the house. Well, he was up until then. That was his last concert. He said. Oh wow! Why is that? Well, well he had just done a hundred and some concerts or nights. Across North America and and England and that, and uh, he was wrapping it up because he has two young boys, okay. and he wants to spend time with them and with his husband, who is a Canadian and his kids have Canadian citizenship. Oh, sounds interesting. Yeah, so I guess they come visit out here once in a while. Okay, Miss Anjay, what are we gonna talk about today? Um, I would like to speak about, and I would like to correct myself. I said my favorite Canadian band, but it's because it's such a toss-up. But um, talent-wise, maybe I think it is, but it's my second Canadian favorite band. So and your the band is Chilliwack. Chilliwack, okay. What's your second? Um, well, like I say, that's my second. My first is Streetheart. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. Yeah. So let's talk about Chilliwack. What can you say about this band? Okay, well, um, the name Chilliwack comes, it's a city here in British Columbia, just on the outskirts of um, Vancouver. And it means the Valley of Many Streams, which makes sense. It's a native word. It's Salish, or I'm sorry, Salish. And... Uh, It's that's what it means. It means Valley of Many Streams, and that's Chilliwack is where there's a lot of. It's in the valley, and there's a lot of streams. So that's pretty much says it all. <laughs> uh, 
ที่เลยวากวากวากอะไรเงี้ย What we used to call it when we were when we were kids, we go let's listen to some chilla waka 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 waka. So why is this your second favorite band? Um, they're they're called like they have so many good songs. Like they they made it. They had so many songs out. They just haven't really been touring lately. But if they have been, it's I don't know of anything that's new. Nothing I've heard of yet that's really taken off. But from the time I first heard them when I was a teenager. In the early seventies, how maybe, old are you then? Um, I was four. <laughs> <laughs> Now I was a teenager. <laughs> Shut up! Uh, <laughs> don't be giving away all my secrets. <laughs> I already said I have a face for radio. I didn't need to be have you tell everybody how old I am. <laughs> um, since they started, they've had just a plethora of of hits, and they've all been. Very interesting because they were all real good musicians. Okay, Chilliwack is a Canadian rock band centered on the singer and guitarist Bill Henderson. Yep, yep. Yeah. that's that's is all pretty much about Bill Henderson. Yeah, they were active from 1970 to 1988. Henderson reformed the band in 1997. And the band started off with a progressive rock sound that incorporated elements of rock, indigenous, mm -hmm. jazz, and blues. Yeah, and that's how they started. Yeah. Before moving towards a more straight-ahead hard rock, pop rock yeah. sound. Yeah, the guy who um, who sort of started the band in the beginning, they were then they were called the Collectors. And that guy was a lot more into jazz playing and sort of that, well, you know, jazz and less rock. And Bill and the other members ended up going, eh, I don't know about this. And so Buddy, the guy who started it, he left. He said he'd start his own. So they were left on their own. Oh, sounds interesting. So mm -hmm. let's talk about the top five hit songs of Chilliwack. Wack, wack. <laughs> so you want my top five? Yes. Your okay. top five hit songs of Chilliwack. At number five, Arms of Mary. Why is that, Miss MJ? Well, I'm a bit of a videographer and I made a video once of, of myself with really long, long arms, and I danced to it, to, mm -hmm. to Arms of Mary. And I just think it's hilarious. And I actually got a chance to, to listen closer to the song. And it's an excellent song. It's about a, a young teenage boy coming into his own, if you know what I mean. He, his first experiences with this woman or yes. a girl named Mary. And I guess she sort of brought a lot of people through those doors. <laughs> you might say. Okay. Uh, it was released 1978 mm -hmm. by the album Lights from the Valley. Oh, at number five, Arms of Mary. At number four, 
Uh, I would say, um, <laughs> I have to think about this. Oh, Lonesome Mary. Oh, all, all about Mary, yeah. I think he's just must have been close with somebody named Mary because that's my number four is called Lonesome Mary. <laughs> wow, what can you say about these songs? It's a fabulous tune. It's about um, this woman uh, who is just upset and miserable all the time. And she says, I must be the most miserable person you've ever met. But it <laughs> talks about, about how she's just had so much grief in her life. But it's a real up-tempo song. Mm -hmm. And I enjoyed it a great deal. And his vocals in it are astounding, I think. And I mean, they're just fabulous. They're just a hard working band that made sure that everything came out the way they wanted it to, you know, yes. very professional and all. And that song is a really good example of it. Oh, sounds interesting. And let's give, uh, uh, what do you call this? A background of Lonesome Mary. It says it was okay. released. It was released 1971. Yeah, from the album Chilliwack 2. Yes, Chilliwack 2. And if you compare Lonesome Mary to Arms of Mary, which is more popular? I'm thinking Lonesome Mary was probably more popular. That's just my guess, mind you, because like I say, I'm going off of my favorites. But I think I've heard... Probably Arms of Mary is is a nice. It's a much mellower song than than Lonesome Mary. Mm, okay. Lonesome Mary has a lot of changes, like things in it. It goes from kind of quiet to really building, and then it kind of comes back. So this is uh, one of the um, uh, lyrics. Lonesome Mary. It says, "I went out to see Lonesome Mary. She was." A sitting all sitting alone. all alone, right? <laughs> yes, she was crying about her calm, contrary dearness mm -hmm. of the faded dearest of home. So, Lonesome Mary is all about very sad, <laughs> and she's just quite cranky <laughs> and miserable. Yeah, she's sad, but she's she makes sure everybody knows it. <laughs> At number four, Lonesome Mary. At number three. Oh, this song is by far the song that if you're going to listen to something because you want to hear good instrumental mm -hmm. and unbelievable percussion in it. And if you're wearing headphones with it, it just goes like it, there's just so much going on and it's so well produced. It's called Crazy Talk. Crazy Talk. Yeah. Oh, what can you say about this song? Um, it came out in 1974. Okay. And it's like a slower, with kind of like a, almost a, it's quite slow and it's, but it's really, gosh, I wish I had better words for these songs because some of them are just amazing. This, um, this is sort of like a stoner song, you might almost say. Mm. Yes. Um, like, cause it's sort of, you just sort of lay back and listen, you know, and it's, uh, it's a, it sounds a little like it might be crazy, 
<laughs> like, like they really worked it into that that persona area where the guy like Bill Henderson singing as though he's right in the middle of it. Like, yeah, she's talks crazy talk, you know, like like he's just going, Well, man, that's so cool. And it sounds like that. The whole song is kind of like that. And the percussion is it there's like bongos and and all sorts of things in there. And it's just seems like it just builds and there's things you don't hear the first time that every time you listen to it, you hear more things. Oh, sounds interesting. Mm -hmm. It says this crazy dog is a song about a woman whose serial lying is crazy, making for the man in her life. Mm -hmm. Oh, the singer wants that his woman can make a man a ruin. The origin of the word uh, ruin have to do with the remains of a building or a city that has fallen into a decay or been destroyed in war, fire, food, or earthquake. Oh, nice songs, eh? Yeah, oh yeah. Like, they're interesting, and that one's interesting, that's for sure. Very nice song. At number three, Crazy Dog. Mm -hmm. At number two. Oh, this one is called Rain O. Rain O, as in Rain O? Yeah, as in rain with a, an apostrophe and then an O. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> a hyphen and an O. Okay. Yeah. So what can you say about this song? Well, it's... It's, uh, you see, trying to explain Chilliwack is kind of difficult. It's, they're very much a hard rock band with some sort of pop in there, but their stuff is all so original. You're not going to hear anything like what you'd hear from every other band. I, but then again, in the 70s, and that's when that happened, was when all these sounds were really starting to take hold. So everything that you might be hearing these days are sort of, they're they're like a transfer of all that sound and these guys created a great deal of different concepts and ideas mm -hmm. so it's a slow slow song that builds and builds and builds it's like the rocky song you know where he's running up the stairs sort of and yep. it's so kind of mellow and then by the end he's like duh, 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 you know? <laughs> so that's what Reno yeah. like and he's he, he i bet you he goes three octaves in singing it okay and, and it's about um playing it's it, it's got connotations of about playing in a band like being in a band and and it's you know it gives you sort of metaphors for the way people are that they get their one big shot they get their chance and then when the lights go out this is they're back to being normal people again you know Yes. Yeah. It, it was released in 1970. Mm -hmm. And it, the genre is rock and folk. Folk songs. So it, it's comparing folk songs to pop music. What's the difference? I think if it was the only one you'd ever heard from them, you might find it because it starts out so incredibly mellow. Mm -hmm. like it's just like a little guitar, beautiful little guitar solo thing. That's it. And then it just builds and builds with every verse. And he gets and he starts out singing quietly. So it's sort of like a nice little pop song. And then it builds and builds until he's like just about wailing 
<laughs> you know, how hard he's singing and the band just, it just crescendos and it's a brilliant piece of work. Oh, sounds interesting. At number two, Rainbow. At number one. My number one song by Chilliwack came out in 1974 and it is called There's Something I Like About You. Oh, wow. You can only imagine what it is, but <laughs> if you want to know what it's about, it's it's somebody who's been a friend of somebody for a real long time, like a guy and a girl that are friends or two guys, whatever, however mm -hmm. you want to put it. Um, and he starts to realize that there's, that he thinks he wants to be like an item. He wants to date them mm -hmm. or be with them or whatever it is he wants to do. That's not my business. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it, it really makes sense. Like, it sounds like it, he sort of puts words out that you wish you'd thought of. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And it's, or actually it's something I like about that is actually what the name is, but it's, I think it's written as you, but it's, there's something I like about that, which is him talking about how he feels a little different around this woman and that he thinks that they could, probably make it work and it's very up-tempo very up-tempo so if you compare um reno to there is something like about you reno is more ethereal it's more um calm and like to begin with and it's kind of like like i say it come it builds to a crescendo this big thing whereas whereas this song is just steady just rocking it all the way through. Okay. Which do you prefer? For sure, well, your number one, right? Yep, that's my number one, and I love that song. Compare uh, your number one song at your number five. So your number five is Arms of Mary. Oh, number one is way higher energy. Okay. And it's got a real catchy things going on in it you know because of the way that the drum like the percussion works when he goes and there's something i like about that you know and it ends very abruptly and and lonesome mary is just sort of a kind of a floaty or arms of mary it was wasn't it yeah yes arms of mary uh, your number five and lonesome mary your number four yeah, Arms of Mary is, is a, yeah, it's kind of floaty and, and soft, and, you know, the same as Arms of Mary, actually, both, both of them are, they're Arms of Mary, and Mary's just that girl, <laughs> <laughs> as long as she's not the one, well, she is, she is also the cranky one, so. <laughs> Mary the cranky one. So what else you can say about Chilliwack? Oh, there's also many things about Chilliwack, you know. They just did, they've had so many members in their bands. So, oh, I can't even begin to explain to you who they are. I mean, I can tell you who they were in the beginning. Okay, in the beginning then. Okay. Bill Henderson, Henderson is lead vocals. His brother was also in it. Um, let me see if I can find his name here. Oh, I know Skip Layton. He was the drummer. I knew him. 
his brother was uh oh, yeah Ed, Ed yeah. His son. yeah okay and jerry let me see oh that jared adolf jerry adolf yeah. is their drummer now and has was for about 10 years i think i know him he's a friend of my husband's um Gord, there was yeah there was glenn miller was a bass guitar Go These ahead. are the past uh, members: Doe Edwards, Rose Turney, Claire Lawrence, yeah, and Miller, Brian mm -hmm. McLeod, Howard Frost, Jamie Bowers, Al yeah. Bryant, Bucky Berger, Rick Taylor, and John Rose. Why there's a lot of past members? What happened to them? Uh, the came and went with different bands. See, they were all sort of, all these Canadian bands are sort of attached to each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they kind of float from here and there. They did have a few people that passed away. Like a lot of Canadian bands have that problem. Oh. Um, must be something, I don't know what it is, the weather or something. Um, but they've had over 40 band members in that band. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's crazy. Brian McLeod passed away. Uh, who really, really, their name is like Chill Walk, 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 Walk. It could yeah. <laughs> yeah. It might be that every time they said walk, that they had to change somebody. <laughs> True. Like, oops, oops, like the drummer Bucky Burger. What a great name. Bucky Burger was Bucky a drummer. But the, the next time somebody said whack, they went, Bucky, you're out. We got to get a new one. <laughs> <laughs> but I think they have a lot of recognition by Chilliwack, right? Mm -hmm. So let's name one of their recognition. Uh, Parrot and AM, Goldfish, Casino. Uh, Mushroom Records, mm -hmm. uh, Solid Gold, and Millennium right labels. But if you compare Chilliwack to a uh, American band, can you compare Chilliwack? Oh, I wouldn't. Why? Just because you know, there's this thing about Canada because, and it isn't that it doesn't happen in the states, I suppose, but a lot if you really pay attention to it, like getting to know who the band the canadian bands are you have to look at the weather forecast which sounds odd but most of the best bands or the best players came from like the prairies or someplace where the weather was very erratic yeah. and or it was it got very very cold and i'm from saskatchewan and I know that all the musicians I worked with did it for the same reason, was that you have like eight months of winter. And yep. if you don't get out and do something and entertain people, then everybody goes crazy. Yes. And so you've got plenty of practice time, you know? Yeah. Plenty of time to hone your skills. And it's warm to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Rather than being outside doing your job as a rule, because there's an awful lot of work to do out in Saskatchewan. <laughs> cold, cold, cold. So these are the recognition that uh, we want to share. The band released several moderately successful records. Hit single in Canada include Lance on Mary. Lonson Mary, which has entered cashbacks 
January 22, 1972, and was their first U.S. charting single, peaking at number 75 on the Billboard Hot 100 in February 1972. Crazy Talk at number 98 in the U.S. in January 1975, and Fly at Night at number 75 in the U.S. in May 1977. The track Reno, blues-based composition that appeared in different version of their debut album Chilliwack, June 19, 1970, and later Dreams, 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 January 19, or 1977, was well-known concert favorite. Here we go. Chilliwack, wack, wack, wack. Quack, quack, quack. <laughs> echo. Echo, echo. So, can you invite people to listen the music of Charlie Rock? Yes, I would love to because I really sincerely think if you have not heard them and you're a, a rock fan, and well, that should be all you need because they've just got, they're so diverse. And they've got so much, they've got blues and they've got rock and they mix them up and they, you know, put them in a bag and shake it up and throw it out there. And it always comes out sounding top notch. They're just a really well-formed band, no matter how many members they have. Yes. Um, they're just, they know what they're doing and they worked really, really hard and they still play. Um, well, as of, 2016 they're still playing I know that and uh, I mean they're doing the same thing that you know all Canadian bands are doing which is the the sort of outdoor festival thing how about now are they still playing yeah I believe that they're still playing maybe not on tour right now maybe not because of it being fall and that but I know they're still writing and it, you know as long as they've got They've got fresh ideas. They've just got stuff. And yet everything that was fresh before, for some reason, I don't hear a lot of people. I don't hear other bands that sound like them, but their stuff was so well received and so well delivered, yes. which makes sense that, that everybody loved it. And I think they tried to follow it, but the only way you're going to be able to do it as well as them as if you just mimic it, like just rip it off. And nobody wanted to do that. They wanted to get their own thing out of it. I, I know that our band did. We wanted to, but it's a lot harder than it seems, a great deal harder because it, it takes a lot of really talented minds to put this stuff together. And that never happened in my band. So, you know. So if you want to rate, Chilliwack, 1 to 10. Where is it? Well, it's going to have to be a 9. Why? Why 9, Miss Andrew? Uh, why 9 instead of a 10? Because, yes. because <laughs> Streetheart gets my 10. <laughs> um, a, a 9, well, like I say, because it's always going to be refreshing to hear something that they put out. You know, anything from like that came from my my past and anything that might come out in the future I know is not going to be cookie cutter music it's going to sound it's not exactly fusion jazz I mean it, at all yes. and it's not it's not convoluted and it's not confusing or sort of well what was that all about you know what I mean yes. everything it all makes sense it's almost like listening to 
a really good musical play. Everything fits in the right place on each song. Yes, that's true. Uh, one more question. If you compare Bare Naked Ladies to Chilliwack, what are the big differences? Uh, Bare Naked Ladies were making fun of themselves mostly. They were showing, like they said, they couldn't, Bare Naked Ladies couldn't compete by being cool. So they just went out there to be goofy, you know, yeah. and, and do their music. And they were hugely talented as well. Chilliwack is a lot more serious of an endeavor. Chilliwack has a lot of nuances in their music that that a trained ear picks up, you know, and eventually you start picking them up and you understand it more. Whereas I think Bare Naked Ladies was, it wasn't like they didn't have that, but they had a different background because they came from a different area of Canada and that makes a huge difference. They had a lot more of an influence of the East bare yeah. naked ladies you know with the with the maritime sound and that and the stand-up bass type of thing and chilliwack is more like an or orchestrated sound almost yes so uh miss mj and i are inviting you to listen most of the canadian classic band because they are superb songs and they are part of our Canadian society. They are. They're a big, huge part for anybody who grew up with them or heard them as as kids. Uh, it does. It sticks with you. Their their music does stick with you, and and all for good reasons. You know. Yes, it really depicts a Canadian society and Canadian cultures. Let's empower this band, and uh, no one can replace them. Mm -mm. So well, evidently about ninety people could, <laughs> except for Bill Henderson. <laughs> but evidently they had about ninety other people in the band, so I guess it can be. <laughs> Oops! No. <laughs> no one can replace them, and uh, let's uh, tell to the people, especially Gen Z uh, generation or millennials, let's. A patronized Canadian band because uh, they are part of this culture. That's right. And they say everything that anybody from anywhere, though, would say. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're, they've got, a, they just, it's like they understand what's going on in your heart and what's in your head. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Thank you, Miss MJ, for your time. Well, thank you for yours, Daniel. <laughs> so, Miss MJ, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. More to come, people. See you soon.